Good morning, Living Word. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Manor. God bless you on another day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We certainly want to give God thanks for another day. Beautiful day. And we know that when we put God first in our lives, things are going to work out for our good. And I pray that this morning you are excited about this day once again many possibilities, the many things that you could accomplish in this day, and the many things you get to see that the Lord will accomplish through you in this day. I pray for the blessings of God, the power of God, the grace of God to be up on you in this day. Amen. And that no weapon that is formed against you prosper. Nothing can come into existence. Nothing can be forged that can overwhelm you. That is the mindset that you need to have as a child of God. Amen. Today, I want to talk about um, sleeping with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy. And I know it's not a movie. It's not from a movie. <laughs> this is right from scripture. Amen. Sleeping with the enemy. And this is the story of Daniel. Daniel sleeping in the lion's den and how his faith is what brought him through. I know this week you probably realized that I've really been focusing a lot on faith and growing strong in our faith and what faith, the importance of faith and things like that. And so today is no different. We're just looking at it from another person's um, example, another person's experience. Um, because you know what we always say, wherever there's faith, there must be a report of victory. And so when you go to Daniel chapter 6, it details the story of Daniel. Um, he was an administrator in the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians. Um, Darius was the king at this particular time. And he appointed, um, he divided the kingdom into 120 provinces. And Daniel was over one of the provinces. But because Daniel was so good at his job, he wanted to put um, Daniel over the whole province. And, and when he did so, he proved himself more capable than all the other administrators, all the other administrators, administrators for all the other provinces. And so there became a little bit of jealousy. You know, listen, your difference will get you recognized. Let me say it again. Your difference will get you recognized. When you are, when you are um, operating at higher levels, and especially when you have the Spirit of God in you and you're allowing the Spirit of God to operate through your integrity, through your work ethics, through your honesty, the fact that you, be, you can be counted on and trusted by your employers, that is important. You will be recognized. You know the Holy Spirit works through you, through your integrity. Now, if you're not walking in integrity, you're not walking in honesty, you're, you're a slacker and all those things, you know, that's not a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. You want the Holy Spirit to work through you and get you recognized, then you don't become a slacker. You're not the person that is, you know, wasting time on the job, but you are diligently doing the things that God has called you to do. You're diligently doing the things that you have been assigned by your employers, your secular employment, even your kingdom employment. 
Those of you who are working in the kingdom of heaven, you have your kingdom assignment. Why should you um, uh, be a slacker in your kingdom assignment? So the same energy that you have for your secular assignment, you should have even more energy for your kingdom assignment. So the children, so the other the other leaders, the other, the other administrators became very jealous of him because he was perfect in everything that he did. They could not find an issue with his work. And so they said, the only thing that we're going to be able to challenge is his faith. Isn't that amazing? And so they came up with this rule. They said, King, let us make a decree, right? Because right now your faith is going to be challenged. This is how your faith is challenged. And so they made a they went to the king and said, King, let's make a decree that for the next 30 days, I want you to sign into law this decree that no one can pray to any other God except for you. For 30 days. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> they said, King, we're going to shut down all prayer to any other gods for 30 days. The only person that they can pray to is you. That is amazing that the king would even agree to that nonsense. But this is what this is what um, the world would do to try to destroy you when God has raised you up and taking you to another level, and got you recognized, the enemy will come against your faith. He will begin to test your faith. And so this is Daniel's faith being tested, all right? And so uh, the law was signed, and it was put in place. But the Bible says when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, knelt down as usual, in his upstairs room with his windows open towards Jerusalem. And he prayed three times a day, just as he always done, giving thanks to God. See, his faith was being tested. Is he just going to stop praying for 30 days? Or is he going to continue and do everything that he always have done? Amen. I remember going through the pandemic and this is the scripture that the Lord gave me and told me just to continue to do what you always have done. And that's basically what we did. And God kept us um, so miraculously through our through that pandemic, the season of the pandemic. Listen, your faith must be proven through one way or another. Amen. Your faith must be proven one way or another. And so it is. Daniel just knelt down and prayed, as he always done, even though he knew what the decree was, and even though he knew that his life would be in danger. Because if you were caught praying to any other God during this 30 days, um, you'll be thrown in a den full of hungry lions. And so Daniel knew this. He knew what the issues were. He knew the consequences. If he, if he prayed to God and he was caught praying to somebody, to God, he knew what the consequences were. But the Bible says he prayed anyway. And the Bible says three times a day, opened his window. So he did what he usually did. So everybody can see that even though 
there is consequences. There's a new law signed into, into a new decree signed into law. He will not compromise his faith. He will still trust God and believe God. You know, we, we often say, for God I live, for God I die. But we can say that because we're not being challenged. Our, our life is not on the line. So it's easy to say all these things. You know, for God I live, for God I die. It sounds good, you know. But what if your life was really on the line? What if the government made a decree and saying, um, well, we can't pray or we can't have church and we can't do this and we can't do that. Are we going to give into those things or are we going to just stick to the word of God and let and stand up in faith and let our faith be proven? I absolutely believe there's it is coming very shortly that our faith is really going to be tested on a bigger scale. And we're going to have to prove who we are. If we're a people of faith, or we're just going to turn tail and run and just do what the government say that we should be doing. Amen. And so here it is, Daniel faith faced death, but he did what he always have done. He prayed three times a day, giving God thanks, right at the same place, at the same location, with his windows wide open. Amen. And so when the news went about that, Daniel was still praying to Jehovah, still praying to Yahweh. And so, of course, he, it was reported to the king. And in those days, uh, whatever was decreed and signed into law, it could not be changed. And so when the king um, got the report, he, he tried all that he did, could do to try to save Daniel. But because the law was already in place, Daniel had to be arrested and thrown into the lion's den. But, you know, the king, he, this is what he said to Daniel. He said, he says, Daniel, may your God, whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. You see, the king, the king actually recognized the faith of Daniel. You see, when you have faith, it's going to be recognized. Even the world, even folks who don't believe God, when you're walking in faith, when you are a person of faith, person of integrity, you know, when you're living among people who are not saved, who don't serve the God you serve, you will be recognized. Your faith will be recognized. You are the person that they're going to come to and say, pray for me. Even though they may try to treat you bad, when bad times come, guess who they're going to turn to? You know, sister such and such, would you pray for me? Brother such and such, would you pray for me? James, would you pray for me? You know, Mary, would you pray for me? That's what they're going to do. Why? Because even though they may not act like it, they recognize your faith. The world recognize your faith. They will either celebrate it or they will even try to condemn you for your faith. But one way or another, there's going to be an effect based on your faith. And so Daniel was cast in the lion's den. And the Bible said the king went home to his bed. He did not sleep. He fasted all night long. 
He fasted all night long. And look what happened. Not only did the king fasted all night long, but the lions fasted too. <laughs> the lions fasted. Yeah, the angels shut the lion's mouth. So the lions had to fast all night long. Even though that there's food right there in their midst, they could not partake of it. They had to fast all night long. So Daniel was thrown in the lion's den. He had to sleep with the enemy. He was laying in the lion's den, you know, with some ferocious, hungry lion that was, was that was on a forced fast. You see, the, the God we serve will shut the enemy's mouth, amen, that they cannot devour you. Isn't that the amazing God that we serve? Even in the midst of your enemies, you can sleep because God will shut their mouth. When God is ready to move on your behalf, when you step out on faith and truly believe God, a miracle will take place in your life. So God have shut the lion's mouth. The lions are on a forced fast, just like the king was on a fast because he cared so much for Daniel. Daniel was the best he had. Listen, when you are good at what you do, you will be protected. Are you hear me? You people will be concerned about you. They will, listen, I've worked in, in the secular world and I know when you're good at what you do, the leaders, they will look out for you. They will cover you. They try to speak up for you. Why? Because you are making them look good. And so when you make your supervisors or your bosses, look good. Yeah, they will They will cover for you. And here it is. The king was trying his best to cover for Daniel, you know, and he fasted all night long. Said, Daniel, may the God who you serve continually, may that God rescue you. Amen. So he recognized Daniel's faith. He recognized the God that Daniel served. And he says, you know, I'm praying and I'm going to fast that the God that you serve will rescue you. Amen. And so the early next morning, the king came to the lion's den and he cried out. The Bible said he cried out in anguish, anguish. Um, he says, he says, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions. And to his amazement, Daniel answered, oh, glory to God, long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth so they would not hurt me, for I have been found innocent in his sight, and I have not wronged you, your majesty. You see what he said? He says, I've been found innocent in the sight of God, and neither did I do anything to wrong the king. Amen. And so God will vindicate you when you stand in faith, trust in God. And you know, remember I said, wherever there's faith, there must be a report of victory. Well, guess what? This was Daniel's report of victory. Long live the king. The God whom I serve sent his angels to shut the lion's mouth, put them on a forced fast. I was able to sleep. 
I am well rested. <laughs> Amen. Daniel probably used the, the lion as a pillow. Why? Because he was he was at peace in the midst of it. But God sent an angel. Listen, the angel of the Lord, he encamped around about them that fear him and delivers them. Listen, God is still a deliverer. God is still able to do great and mighty things. It's up to us how much faith we walk in. It's up to us how much we're going to trust God. Are we going to really trust God even in the face of, of adversity, even in the face of death? Can we still trust God? That is the question here. Listen, and Daniel proved that when a man ways, a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. Amen. And so the you know the lions, they just simply lay down, went to sleep, and Daniel simply lay down, went to sleep. The lions were put at peace by the angels. The Bible said the angels shut the lion's mouth that they could not hurt him. And so Daniel trusted in God. He was innocent in this matter. And because he was innocent, God was his vindicator. God sent angels to deliver him and save him from out of the mouth of the lion. Listen, Paul said in 2 Timothy 4 and verse 7, um, verse um, 17, he says, at my first defense, no one supported me, but all deserted me. But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles may hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. Now, this is what um, Paul was saying in the New Testament. There are times, folks, that your friends will desert you, people that you think that was was going to be there for you, they will turn their backs on you, they will leave you all alone. But if you're innocent in the sight of God, God will be with you and he will save you from the lion's mouth. So you see, faith, faith can shut the lion's mouth. Amen. And so let me ask you a question. What lions are you faced with in this moment? What is it that causes you to worry and fear? What is it that causes you? What is your lion? What is causing you to worry? What is causing you to fear? Sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with those fears. Sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with the lions in, in whatever form they come. They may come in, with, in, in the form of a health issue. They come in the form of opposition or slander financial issues, persecution, amen? We should learn from this, learn from Daniel, that whatever the lions are, whatever the persecution is, whatever the issue is, you must put your trust in God. You faithfully serve God, God would faithfully serve you. Let me say that one more time. You faithfully serve God, God will faithfully serve you. And we must have the faith of Daniel and just believe God have the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He said, King, I know that God is able, but even if he chooses not to, to save us in this fiery furnace, just know, King, we're not going to bow down to you. Listen, we must make a stand in the face of evil. We must make a stand for what's right. 
We must make a stand for truth. You know, let's not compromise our faith by, you know, coming into agreement with lies, coming to agreement with the systems of this world. You know, we must make a stand. And when we make a stand for what's right, we make a stand for what's truth. God will stand with us. Amen. And so it's important this season. We see all that's going on in the world. We see, you know, now um, you can't even define who a woman is. There's a lot of, you know, LBGTQ stuff going on and all this agenda to change the minds of the people, especially the children. Listen, are we going to make a stand for what's truth? even though we may be persecuted for it? You know, are we going to stand for the unborn children and say abortion is a sin, you know, and it's a demonic um, procedure killing God's creation? Listen, are we going to make a stand in today's world, even though we may be persecuted for it? Listen, it's, it's about time now that as children of God, we make right choices. We do the right things. We stand for the right things. We come in line with what God has said and stand upon the bare word of God in spite of what the world is saying, in spite of what's going on. It's time we prove who we are in God. When issues happen in our lives, it's time that we stop shutting down the work of God when we stop doing the things God has called us to, it's time we stop doing those things. It's time we make a stand. Say, what comes, what may, I'm still going to serve you, God. I'm still going to do the things that you call me to do. I'm still going to be faithful. I'm never going to give up. No matter what I face, I'm still not going to give up. I'm still going to trust God. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Will that, be your, will that be your anthem when issues come in your life that you have no power over? Some things that you, you know, that you, if, if God don't, doesn't step in for you, it will kill you. Listen, will you still have faith? Will you still stand strong if your finances get messed up? But will you still tied with the little that you have? Listen, are you still going to trust God? Are you still going to be faithful when things are not working out according to your plan? Amen. That you're praying and you're not seeing the answers yet. Can you still be faithful to God? Or will you go and hide in a corner and say, woe is me? Daniel could have just not prayed for 30 days, right? And we would never, this would not have been in scripture. Why? Because it would not be a report of victory. It would not be an example of faith. But this is in scripture as an example of faith, an example of us believing God. So much so that when we trust God, we can sleep with our enemies and they cannot do us any harm. Why? Because the angel of the law will shut them down. Glory to God. And so I want to encourage you today. No matter what you're facing, no matter what your lions are, no matter what your issues that you deal with on a daily basis, you know, whether it's in your body, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in your family, whether you're dealing with um, 
um, you know, resentment, you're dealing with separation, you're dealing with broken promises, whatever your line is, whatever is causing hurt, causing pain, and the adversary is trying to get you to give up on God, you better push back on him. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the Satan, the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. But we must stand in faith. Having done all, stand. Amen. If you want to die, you want to die in faith. You want to die believing God. Glory to God. That's how. That's how we go. Because when we die in faith, there's such a crown of righteousness. There's such a great reward awaiting us. And so don't ever give up. Don't ever give in. Don't ever turn your back on the things of God. Don't ever turn your back on doing the things that God has called you to do. Don't let fear shut you down. Don't let fear cause you to compromise your, your faith in God. Do not let fear come between you and the things that God has called you to do. You simply do. Don't let persecution stop you from serving God, from believing God. Don't let sickness shut you down and cause you to stop trusting God. And now you go, now you seek your own means to get to where you need to be. Listen, no, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. You put your trust in God. If there are questions, you ask God to give you the answer. Seek him. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Are you hearing me? God wants to be nigh to you. You draw nigh to him. He will draw nigh to you. The Bible said, everyone who asks, receive. You need a question answer. Go on your knees before God. He will answer your questions. Submit your life to him. Surrender to him. He will lead you. He will direct you in the path that you should go. He already knows your future. He already has a plan for your life. His thoughts for you are for good and never for evil and to bring you to an expected end. So I pray that today that your faith will grow your faith. You'll be more solid in your faith. You will be stricter in your faith. You will not allow compromise in your life when it comes on to your relationship with God and the things that God has called you to do. You will not allow fear to stop you from doing what you've always done for the Lord, but you will persist and you will continually, consistently do what God has called you to do. Daniel did not stop doing what God has called him to do. He did not stop praying. He did not stop believing God, simply because the king had, there was a decree out there that if you pray for the next 30 days, you will be thrown in the lion's den. It did not bother him, not one bit. For he says, the God he served, he is able to rescue him from the lions. And so I pray that today that you are now energized. You are now, you know, you, your faith, you're believing God for even greater things. In times like this, listen, if God is not with us, we cannot make it. If God can't keep us, we cannot be kept. So we might as well put our trust in God. 
We saw an earthquake happen over in um, Turkey. Um, they said up to 12,000 people died. These are people in their homes, not expecting any earthquake, not expecting any disaster to come up on them. But look, in a moment, there's a shaking and the buildings fall down upon them. They lose their lives without any chance of escape. Listen, people of God, we never know. Tomorrow is not promised. The next five minutes is not promised. You don't know what is coming to you in each and every moment. So our trust must be in God. God will keep us. Whatever our lions are, whatever we have to face each and every day, knowing, knowing that God can give us the peace in the midst of the storm. We can sleep in the presence of our enemies, for God will silence them. God will bring them to, God will make them to be at peace with you. When a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies will be at peace with him. Let us pray. Father, we come to you now in the name of your son, Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We bless your name. Thank you for the example that you've shown us about Daniel, that even in the midst of tribulation, in the midst, God, of, of facing death, he still trusted you. And because he trusted you, God, you, you responded. You sent your angels to close the lion's mouth. Even though his enemy wanted to see him perish, God, at the end of it, they perished. The hole that they dug for Daniel, they themselves were caught and were thrown in that same hole. God, that the scenario that they, that they created to destroy Daniel is the same scenario that created them. And Father, you have shown us that when we're faithful to you and you and we make a stand for you, you will make a stand for us. And the plan that the enemy had for us, you will use that same plan against them. And Father God, it worked out for Daniel's good. And so I pray, God, that when we face our lines, when we face our situations, when we face our problems, we will remain faithful. We will be strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. Because, Father, your word tells us that all things, God will work together for the good of them that love the Lord. To those who are the called according to God's purpose. And so today, Father, we give you praise, we glorify you, and we honor you because we know that you are still a deliverer. You are still a God who loves us, who cares for us. You can be touched with our feelings, with our infirmities. There's nothing that we're going through that you don't know about. And so today, God, I pray that our faith will be strong in you. God, that we may go, we may grow, we will make a stand, and we may have it resolute in our minds and in our spirit that because you live in us, there is greater in us, and it's by you and through you that we can do all things. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And so, Father, we thank you. Now, I thank you for the favor you have placed on our heads, the increase that is on our hands, and the swiftness that is on our feet. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future, for there's not a feeble one among us. We're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in the Lord, 
and in the power of his might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end shall greatly increase. And we already know that the end revealed is a sure thing. Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.